One of the most important things to remember in fantasy football is, even though it is the end, it leads to a new beginning. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going, even through the end of Season 3. Still on the Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How is everybody doing? It is Thursday, February 17th. (laughs) My days run so fucking into, into one another. I don't know what fucking day it is. Oh, my goodness. So we are at the end of Season 3. This is the last podcast for Season 3. But if you followed the program before, you know exactly what's coming up. Season 4 starts next week. Season 7 of the Doghouse in total in its current form. So... I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I can't take a fucking week off. I got so much shit to do. So much stuff to uh, get ready for for 2022. Um, excited about this season. Uh, have some special stuff planned up. We're going to try and get back to what we were doing a couple of years ago. Uh, basically three years ago. Um, but utilizing everything that we have gotten built over the last couple of years. Um, But uh, before we kind of get into that, uh, let's go over some uh, news and nuggets. Nuggets. Uh, While we're here, might as well. Uh, Broncos have hired hired Rams, Ejero Avero. <laughs> That's the best fucking name ever. Ejero Avero. As new defensive coordinator, he was the secondary coach for Coach Jesus. Am I, is my Canadian roots really coming out? Coach. Uh, have hired. You know, he, who, <laughs> Ejero. Start all the way the fuck over. The Denver Broncos have hired L.A. Rams secondary coach. Ejero Evero as their new defensive coordinator for Nathaniel Hackett's new team. Uh, if he can even, I don't know, Rams finish about the middle of the pack, so you're hoping that at least he can sustain what the Broncos were doing on defense in the last, you know, this last season and hope to expand upon it. Um, Denver Broncos defense, of course, was, you know, kind of, I don't know, kind of fell, kind of fell short of the expectations that we were hoping for out of them. Um, put a lot of that on the offense. 
just the coaching in general. Um, but uh, it's neither here nor there. We will study them up. We will see what's going to happen with their moves uh, this offseason. The world's oldest uh, New England Patriots fan died in the state of Maine at the age of 106. Holy shit. That is fucking old. I don't know if I'd ever want to be 106. I don't know. Uh, who was this? Myrtle Millage of the town of Mexico. <laughs> There's a Mexico in Maine? Wow. It was well into her 40s when the Patriots became a franchise in the old American Football League in 1960. Uh, the Patriots honored Millage as their oldest fan earlier this month by giving her a personalized jersey complete with the number 106 on the back. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, she died peacefully. That's something that we can uh, all hope for. All hope for. But, uh, well, well, that sucks. It sucks. We all got to go at some point, though. That's my thing. So, sucks, but uh, lived a nice life. Got to see a lot of fucking championships, man. Got to see a lot of championships, even though it was in her older age. Damn. Damn, good for her. Uh, let's see, Aaron Donald <clears throat> hints at running it back with McVay and Rams, so this whole thing where uh, Aaron Donald might retire sounds like it's going to be all for naught. Good for Aaron Donald. Even though you were offsides twice, you motherfucker. I'm not mad at him, though. Uh, Dallas Cowboys paid uh, $2.4 million over cheerleader allegations. This is basically like a fucking porky's thing it sounds like voyeurism allegations against senior team executive who was that against uh richard dalrymple cowboy's longtime senior vice president for public relations and communications oh it sounds like he was getting a bit too fucking public with that one jesus christ um new orleans saints are going to keep their longtime offensive coordinator uh, Pete Carmichael Jr. under new head coach Dennis Allen. That's not surprising. Uh, Falcons cut uh, pass rusher Dante Fowler after two seasons, so he is a free agent. I don't know who's going to be after him. I don't know who's going to be after him at all. Uh, NFL hired former attorney general. Uh, Loretta Lynch to help handle the Brian Flores lawsuit. Yeah, we'll see how well that one goes. Michael Don uh, Kevin O'Donnell was formally introduced as the new Vikings head coach. Um, John Harbaugh, oh, Jim Harbaugh's new contract at Michigan is open for a buyout. Leaves door open for NFL return, even though he said that was going to be that the Vikings' job was going to be the last one he's going to go for. Didn't believe that one whatsoever. Uh, imagine that Bengals want to do some things to protect Joe Burrow. No shit. Go heavy on the offensive line. Yeah, I would think so. Um, three round mock draft. We're not going to go through that. Um, five big name NFL players who should be traded. Let me guess. Aaron Rodgers is at the top of that fucking list. We can take a look at a couple lists here. Got some time. Got some time here. Oh, Kyler Murray. Ooh, 
saying trade Kyler Murray, huh? Trade Saquon Barkley. Yeah, nobody's taking that. Nikhil Harry. Nobody's trading for fucking Nikhil Harry. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Clellan Farrell. Oh, we could have seen that one coming in that 2019 draft in Nashville when we were all sitting there like, uh, why? Why, Vegas, did you draft him in the early or in the mid-first round? Jesus. Uh, Landon Collins from the Washington football team, huh? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, this is an Adam Rank article. That's why it's kind of weird. Ooh, settle down, Tommy. Um, we could get into some NFL draft stuff. One free agent each AFC team must keep. Ooh, this is interesting. This is Gil Brandt. I wouldn't mind uh, reading something from old Gil here. Let's see here. Baltimore Ravens, Bradley Bozeman center. Yep. Buffalo Bills, Harrison Phillips, D-tackle. Can you, do you need a, Despite dealing with a knee injury, Phillips put up his strongest year as a pro, earning the fifth highest defensive grade on the team from PFF. This is why we got to take PFF's uh, rankings with a grain of salt. That rush defense was terrible. Cincinnati Bengals, free safety Jesse Bates. Yeah, I think they got to keep him. Cleveland Browns, David Njoku. I don't know why they keep saying keep David Njoku. David Njoku should... If I was David Njoku, I'd be exploring. I'd get the fuck off that team. Denver Broncos, Kenny Young, inside linebacker. True. Houston Texans, Jake Martin, defensive end. Uh, 26-year-old put up a positive performance in an otherwise dreary 2021, leading Houston in pressures at 38, and turnovers caused by pressure, three. Mm. Mm. Now let him go. Indianapolis Colts, Mark Lewinsky, offensive guard. Yes, they should keep him. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Cam Robinson at offensive tackle. See, I, that's the same thing I thought, too. We talked about that one, that of where they could go, where players could go, and they talked about, uh, I can't remember whose article it was, is that Cam Robinson maybe to the Bears, which, I mean, I guess it would make sense for the Bears, but... Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Orlando Brown, offensive tackle. Yes, agree with that. Uh, L.A. Chargers, Mike Williams, wide receiver. Maybe. Maybe. It's interesting. If you go to Spotrack, um, S-P-O-T-R-A-C, you can actually look at the free agency numbers um, for salary cap and all that, and you can kind of get an early look. This, those will be Those will be in the... Um, uh, depth charts like usual, but uh, if you want to get a kind of an early look and see where teams are at right now and see what teams really need to work off a lot of payroll, uh, that's where you need to go. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, Jonathan Hankins, D-tackle. Yeah, Hankins was uh, pretty important. Miami Dolphins, Mike Kaziki. Ah, Mike Kaziki needs to find a different place. New England Patriots, J.C. Jackson. Yes, they need to keep J.C. Jackson. Corner. That's a cornerback. New York Jets, Jamison Crowder, wide receiver. Nah, let him go. Let him go. Starting to get injured. Pittsburgh Steelers, Juju Smith-Schuster at wide receiver. No, let him go. Let him go. Tennessee Titans, Harold Landry, offensive offensive linebacker, outside linebacker. Yeah, probably would agree with that one. Um...
who's got the most salary cap right now going into 2022? Uh, Miami Dolphins at number one, 64 million open. LA Chargers, 57 million. Jacksonville Jaguars, 56 million. Cincinnati Bengals, 48 million. That's good for their team. That's awesome. Um, New York Jets, 44 million. That's not bad at all. Who's the bottom five? Uh, let's see. We'll go from fifth to worst. Fifth worst to worst. Uh, LA Rams, uh, they are over by 13 million. Minnesota Vikings over by 14. Dallas Cowboys over by 21. Green Bay Packers over by 48. New Orleans Saints over by 76. Now, numbers are going to sound like, holy fuck, they can't do shit. They're hamstrung. But there's a lot of things that they can really do um, to change that all up. So I'm not really too worried about it whatsoever. Um, I am currently working on the first bit of things for the offseason, which is uh, the depth charts trying to come up with I came up with you know a little bit tighter uh, color coding chart as far as the rankings are concerned. Um, those are based off the PFF numbers, um, so you'll end up getting the the uh, PowerPoint presentations which have the uh, depth charts of what they have based off of rlads.com, uh, a little bit based off of PFF. I kind of intermix them. Um, and then you get the chart, the depth chart color coding key right away. So you can kind of, you know, just have that on hand, um, you know, based on the color rankings. And then also right now, what I'm doing is anybody who has the black bold, um, those are, ju- those are regular, um, uh, roster players, uh, darker gray are going to be your, basically your future, uh, you know, quote-unquote practice squad type guys. Uh, But they're important just to kind of keep them separated on where they're at. And then went ahead again. uh, In the bottom right-hand corner for the offense, you're going to have the total free agents for the team, offensive free agents. You know, you split that out. And then where they're at in terms of the salary cap. Defense, it's the same idea up in the upper right-hand corner, uh, total free agents, defensive free agents, that's split apart plus the number on there. So those are gonna those are c- gonna continue to be. I think they're pretty optimal the way that I have them right now. So there's no real reason to change them out. I want to try and get some focusing. I really, really need to get focused on kind of looking at these these coaches and kind of splitting everything down or, you know, breaking everything down on how the offenses and defenses are going to run. Um, that's very important to me. And, I mean, that goes all the way down to uh, offensive line coaches, defensive line coaches, you know, kind of what their history has been and all that. Uh, that's going to take a shitload of time, and I'm probably not going to have that stuff ready until I do the actual um, – regular season draft guide uh type setup so there's time but i really need i really really it's not a need it's a want to have that kind of broken down for everybody if i can um so it's a goal for 2022 and that's 
this is this is the time of the year, you know, going into the Super Bowl uh, a couple weeks up until the NFL Combine. That's kind of what I do. It's, it's setting up goals, uh, things that I want to see me be able to do to make the product better. Um, it's my belief that even right now for something that you're getting, definitely something that you're getting free, um, it is worth it to take a look. It's worth, you know, utilizing my effort that I'm doing in the off season to um, expand your horizons for each and every season, whether it be for DFS or for uh, actual seasonal fantasy football. You know, I've worked a little bit in Dynasty. You don't really get too much into Dynasty other, other than, say, what I put together after the NFL draft and <clears throat> for your rookie drafts for Dynasty. Um, you know, I don't do any real rankings, uh, projections, anything like that. Um, basically, basically everything that I have and I do, it's based off kind of a feeling what I'm seeing, um, as far as the moves from the team and just kind of, you know, extrapolating, I guess, off of that and making a conscious decision on whether or not it's a good move or not based on the player, um, and what I think of them coming out of the draft, what I would like to do with what I, another goal that I'd like to do with the depth charts is actually try and put in there how many years left you know a player has with with a team. I don't know if I'm going to do that again this year. Um, might be something that I work on. You know, I guess I got it. I you'd like to see it be done before a free agency period. We'll see. We'll see. Somehow I'll get it in there. Um, I am adding, um, uh, not only, you know, who the free agents are, uh, which I've done each and every year, but if they're unrestricted free agent, re uh, restricted free agent, uh, um, exclusive rights, free agents, stuff like that, kind of getting that all split apart. So that'll kind of give you an idea of, uh, you know, restricted free agents are a little bit more difficult to go, um, anywhere else because there is some rights retention by the team. Um, but, uh, you know, it's what I'm working on right now. Um, I have the NFC North done. I will be going back through it one more time. Uh, I'm currently on the NFC East. Uh, going Basically, right now, I have the whole NFC done in terms of who's on the team where they line up depth charts wise. Uh, what I'm currently doing right now though, is I'm going through and I'm actually putting in their PFF rankings and then doing the free agents or adding that free agent tag on there. So it's taking a little bit of time. I'll actually have the NFC done. I'll have the NFC done before the end of this weekend. So, uh, but I do want to, I do want to put them out. I think what I'm going to end up doing is, um, putting each and every division out as I go through them next week. Uh, what we will be starting for season four, we'll go through the NFC North one podcast. We'll go through the NFC East one podcast and so on and so forth. And so I'll release them out slowly. Uh, that'll give me an opportunity. If there's anything that needs to be changed, um, then I can have them all changed out. Uh, so 
<clears throat> expect that stuff to start coming out next week. So we'll have two weeks of nothing but just talking about the teams in general. Um, we I like to have it. I like to handle each division with its own podcast because I think it's you know you can take a little bit more time. You can talk about this type of stuff. You can kind of get it a little bit in depth. That's kind of why I want to get the um, how many years left on the contract, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you're going through, like, you know, there's anywhere from, you know, like 80, let's just say 80 players per team. So times that by 32, what are you getting? You're getting like 2,400 players. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's worth the time on that. Maybe the future guy, maybe the future guys, I just kind of stay away from on that and just focus on the guys who are on the main lineups. Um, who knows? But, um, trying to get through all this stuff here this weekend i'm actually gonna i'm gonna take some time uh and actually watch the full east west games the senior bowl uh hb uh, hbcu i believe it is that's the um black uh black player only colleges uh they just had their game so i'll be putting those out i'll be looking through those for the nfl draft um, and basically once we get to, um, basically once we get to the combine, that's when I'm going to really, uh, start rebuilding the, that kind of draft guide that I did, uh, last year, if anybody had it, uh, to use. So, you know, build upon it, talk about the players, um, we'll have those podcasts coming out next month. Um, we'll talk about the players. We'll get into it, uh, the draft, what we kind of expect out of them, what I'm seeing, you know, quarterbacks, draft slot, or draft slot, throw um, arm slots, uh, just, you know, um, accuracy, all that type of shit. I'm excited to have the combine back because I like seeing them in the combine, even though it's a controlled environment. Um Unlike last year, where they were a- where they were able to stay on whatever their home turf was, uh, so they do their forty times. All of them would be a little bit different, whether or not they ran on turf, grass, uh, anything like that. You know, you get them all on that even playing field, and you can watch them. Um, I like having it all in one place. Uh, it's it's more efficient, of course, for me, considering the fact that you know I work a job fifty five, sixty hours a week. Um, so anything that I can get that makes it a little bit easier for me, I love. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to go back through some of their college tape, but I can also make comments on what I saw in the combine a lot easier and then look at them on the field and see what has kind of changed, you know, in their development in their development, how they react in the controlled environment versus the game field, right? Because you can kind of see that. I can get a little bit more into the offensive tackles, guards, centers. I can get into the D tackles, DNs, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, safeties, corners. I can watch and see, um, you know, especially for the corners, man, just looking and seeing the closing speed on there. It's so important. Um, <clears throat> just stuff like that. I mean, it's it's great. 
I love that type of stuff. And I know I know my buddy Paul likes that stuff too. So we like to talk back and forth. You know, if I see a guy, I'd be like, hey, Paul, look at this. Paul sees a guy, he'd be like, hey, 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 kind of take a look at this guy, see see what you think on there. Um, and then we kind of use that and determine it, whether or not they should be included um, in the draft guide, even if they're not um, – even if they're not asked to come to the com- combine, so that stuff's kind of fun. Um, we, I know, me and Paul really, <laughs> we really like to poke fun at each other, uh, whether or not a guy made it or not. Uh, he did get Elijah Mitchell last year, and I told him I hated him. I still hate him. I hate Paul, anyways. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's that fun type of stuff like that. And then uh, once we kind of get through there, um, we're going to have free agency. We're going to be able to talk about it, you know, towards the end of March, uh, get into that type of stuff. You know, I'm not going to make a free agency list, but, you know, we're going to have everything updated, uh, off-season losses, off-season additions, which is always fun. And keep track of that and see which guy, which teams are really, really um, – busy versus you know just kind of sitting back and letting things happen um you can tell that type of stuff it's interesting um so we'll have that we are going to take a look at into uh usfl because there will be some dfs stuff uh probably put out by fanduel definitely DraftKings. so uh gonna put a spreadsheet together uh just kind of work on that uh, there's only eight teams, so it's going to be a little bit easier for me to just kind of hand enter everything um, and work off, you know, work off that from week to week. I won't have the huge one done or have to do the huge one like I do every single week during the regular NFL season. So the thing with that, um, I will have a tar- the target data sheet will be also made up for that so we can kind of keep track of what's going on who's involved and whatnot um i need hopefully i can find something that does snap counts because i want to see if i can add that to the target spreadsheet um there's a couple things that i'm thinking that i want to try out for usfl and see if those work out um see if they're helpful and add those to the NFL target, or uh, not target sheet, but the regular spreadsheet. So I w- as much as maybe people are going to be like, why are you going to waste any time on the USFL? What the USFL type stuff will do, and this worked with the XFL, was the target spreadsheet that you have, which was built last year, Not last year, but in 2020, I should say. Um, remembering that we are now in a new season. But so two seasons ago, XFL, I made a target sheet, hand entered all the data in there. That became the NFL target sheet that you get each and every week after the games are all done. Okay. There's elements of the current spreadsheet that were not made available until after I did the XFL two seasons ago when the pandemic started and elements of that were added to the spreadsheet. 
So USFL I use as a learning tool um, and an innovation tool to try and make our NFL shit better. If you don't do stuff like this, a lot of times your product becomes stale, becomes commonplace. You you never get you never take the opportunity to be better than anybody else. You never take the time to do something different than somebody else. If you're at least not try if you're not trying, you're going to lose. Me going through and doing the work now makes August, September, October, November, December, and now January and February a lot easier. So to me, instead of just taking, you know, six months off from the Super Bowl into draft season, that doesn't work. Me taking off from here to say May in let's say May, right after the NFL draft. NFL draft gets done the last day of April. So the Sunday is the first. So let's say I take off <clears throat> February, March, and April, and then start looking at stuff in May and building stuff. Doesn't work. Me taking February and March off and just focusing from April on, so... Just going, just looking at the draft itself in April on doesn't work. Me taking February off, coming back in March to handle free agency, the combine, draft, and everything else doesn't work. Everything only works if I'm here right now. Everything that everyone else takes off and then comes to me in July, if I take off, nothing works. Which is why I always try to stress what I just ran through. If you're getting involved in your fantasy sport of the NFL in August on, doesn't work anymore, I will say. Coming here in June and on doesn't work. If you're coming here in May and on, it doesn't work anymore. Coming here in April and forward doesn't work anymore. March on, maybe. 
but we'll keep the trend going. It doesn't work anymore. But coming here and at least listening to the podcast right now, forward, getting the product that I put out from here forward and actually at least going into it and checking it out and getting yourself familiar. That's what you have to be doing now. Even if you listen to the podcast, that works out really well because you're going to start retaining the stuff that we've been talking about for the full off season, right? Even without looking at anything, I'm going to go through it anyways, right? The ones who succeed in seasonal and especially in DFS, those ones are here right now. Those, I guarantee you, are the ones who are the most successful. Because they retain most of the knowledge through our talks or through my talk and you listening, right? It's kind of osmosis, right? Uh, Osmosis of the ears. I don't know what the fuck you would say. But being here now makes you better later. Because I don't know when exactly I'm going to have a tidbit of something that I've learned over the past, you know, what, seventh season? So sixth season of doing this? Take advantage of it. Make yourself better. Make a goal list right now of what you want to achieve in 2022. Do you just want to win your home league's seasonal championship? Is that your goal? Do you want to do that? Plus, you want to win uh, an online tournament uh, seasonal championship. NFFC, uh, FFPC. Um, do you just want to win uh, an underdog best ball tournament? Okay, write that down. It's fine if that's how, if that's the farthest you want to go. Do you want to win a guaranteed prize pool tournament? A GPP. Write it down. How are you going to do that? Are you going to do what we say? Or are you just going to enter the 150 max entry contests? Or are you going to do the 20 entry max contests and down to the five, five entry, three entry, single entry? And finally, 
do you want to become more consistent and successful in your 50-50 slash cash games this season? That should always be the goal that you're circling, by the way. Because if you become more consistent in there, guess what? None of the other shit matters. You're going to try. You're going to, you are going to strive to achieve those other goals. But consistency in your cash games, guess what it does? It makes you better at everything else above it. That's why it should be your most important goal. You're going to have success in those GPPs. You're going to at least know where you should stay the same, where you should get different. In your seasonal stuff, you're going to be more in tuned to who is trending up, who is trending down, where to get rid of players either via trade or drop them and find the next guy who we're on on waivers. Set yourself up goals. I'd like to know what your goals are. Who's here right now? I want to know your goals. This is the only time that I'm going to explain or go through that whole listing like that this season. And guess what? It's at the end of the season three, not at the beginning of season four. So if you send me that list, either via an email, a DM, through either Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the Discord chat, Through the Daily Ambush site, by the way. I'll know that you're here. Right now. And ready to go. Doesn't mean you have to take all your efforts right now. No. It takes all of my efforts right now. But that's why you're here, right? That's why you're listening. That's why you get the emails right now. Because you want me to do a lot of the work, which is fine. But that means you have to be listening now. So what else do we have going on for this offseason? <laughs> I'll tell you what we got going on. There will not be. A live podcast from home watching the NFL draft this year. No, no. There will not be a Facebook live stream from home with our good friends, Paul and Randy. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, what are we doing this year, D Roy? What are we doing this year? 
keep our fingers crossed. Keep our fingers crossed that this doesn't get fucked up again. But we are planning to do what we were planning to do two years ago. The NFL draft is out in Las Vegas, Nevada, the last weekend of April. And we will all be in Las Vegas the last weekend of April to cover the NFL draft live. I'm not exactly sure how, while we're there, what I am trying to do is figure out how to do either, you know, live pick by pick, what's going on, sending that out via, you know, Facebook, Instagram, sending that video out, um, or whether or not we can, fa- you know, Facebook Live or Twitter Live while we're out there. We will not know that until we get out there. But what I will tell you is that there will be something coming out from that draft while we are there, while the picks are going on. There will be something. I'm taking an extra week beforehand, and I am road tripping out to Arizona and doing a small tour of northern Arizona, southern Utah. We're going to hit Grand Canyon. We're going to wrap around the Grand Canyon over to Page, Arizona, and then hit um, Zion National Park in Utah before getting into Vegas two days before the draft. So there will be coverage of the road trip. We'll try and see if we can translate any parts of that into fantasy football. We'll have a little bit of fun with that Um, while (laughs) handling not only draft coverage, um, but USFL uh, content coming out. There will be stuff. I will have stuff out. Don't worry. We do USFL. We're going to go all the way. So we have that going on. Uh, another trip, I will be going back out to the Fantasy Football Conference out in Canton, Ohio, the second weekend of August. So be out there, go to the Hall of Fame again. Um, hopefully do a couple other things. Uh, hopefully actually do a podcast from out there uh, if I can. Um hopefully kind of be able to watch the Kings, the Kings classic drafts out there. Um, and just overall, you know, hang out, have fun, get drunk, um, and just not worry about shit for a one weekend. By that time that I leave that draft guide will be out. I can assure you that. I plan on keeping a little bit more updates with the um, ADP charts. My thinking, you know, my um, my actual, you know, kind of rankings. 
uh, for regular draft season. Uh, I plan on keeping up on that a little bit more in terms of the ADP, the ADP chart, and then reconfiguring that into um, my rankings uh, all the way through August. That's my goal. So as long as I don't get burnt the fuck out, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and that'll kind of, that'll kind of be it. I mean, for the off season, um, as far as the spreadsheet is concerned for DFS, uh, I will be working on them earlier and more often and trying to get the complete 18 week regular season fucking done. Um, as much as humanly possible. So I'm not just sitting there fucking around. Um, I don't, I still don't know whether or not I'm going to bring, I'm going to actually put a website out or not. Um, I'm still kind of undecided on that. I would like it, but like I said, it's probably going to be a charge for it. It'll be the actual subscription for it. Um, but like I said, it's going to be a nominal fee try to keep it down as low as possible. You're looking at no more than say, if I can no more than like say 12 months at like 36 bucks. Right. So try to keep it as, as far under as like $3 a month. That, that would be my goal. Um, that would be unless, uh, that would be unless I got a better offer to come somewhere um, and actually do something, but we know how that's going to happen. I am not applying anywhere. Um, if something comes out of the open, uh, that is a hundred percent. That is a company coming after me and not me going after a company. I would, I will stay this way forever. If I have, if, if it's me, it doesn't matter. My whole goal is to utilize as much of this stuff as humanly possible to not only make other folks better, but myself better as well, make us more consistent, make us more money. And, uh, I mean, in the end, isn't that what it's really all about? We just want to win more fucking money. Well, let's do that. And if you haven't won more money in 2021, let's make that our ultimate goal in 2022. But as I said, this is the end of season three. But it's not the end of everything. Oh, no. Season four starts next week. We get back to work next week. If you haven't been working all the way through now, which I know a lot of you motherfuckers haven't. You watched that goddamn Super Bowl and you just took the time off. You know it, you dirty sons of bitches. It's been great. It's been great. It's a good six years, man. Let's keep it going. Let's kick the shit out of all these other motherfuckers too, right? Have a good one. Peace out. I'll talk to you next week. Doghouse!